happy almost actually no uh happy belated america's birthday i guess okay <laughs> yeah thanks what'd you do yeah, you're welcome uh went up to napa mm, like a real nice. californian fancy you know drink some wine spit it out i didn't spit it out i drank it all mm. okay. yeah. why'd do? you go I don't know, man. I live in California. It was like, uh, it's like it was good weather and just chill, you know. Got it. I'm um, at a family uh, cookout, so we chilled in the backyard over at my mom's house. Um, it was straight, very low key, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm just chilling. So I went over to my house for the barbecue. Um, I didn't have work today, so that was straight. And my mom, she hasn't seen him in a minute, so she's like, "Oh, you can stay." You can stay till Monday if you want. So I'm not stopping her. I'm like, yeah, sure, take him. <laughs> that's how people feel. It's like, yeah, can I watch your dog? I'm like, hell yeah, shit. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. These people at this uh, these parties, they'd probably be like, oh, I couldn't imagine uh, being away from my kid for so long and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, shut up. Yeah. It was like, I can imagine it. In fact, let's play it out right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like people get like excited to want to watch my dog. And I'm like, Really? Because I'm not going to reciprocate. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fear, too, about not wanting to get close and, like, buddy up with these people. Because the next thing is going to be, oh, let's do a play date. And yeah. I, I don't want any of the responsibility. Yeah. That's how I feel about getting to know my family. They're going to be like, yo, I need that kidney. I'm like, oh, about that. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. Random question. Uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? What did I want to be when I grew up? Uh, there was one point in time when I wanted to be a veterinarian, and I remember doing a uh, shadowing <laughs> and seeing uh, how less than glorious it actually was. And I decided <laughs> uh, that wasn't for me. I spent a lot of time like sweeping up pet hair, um, and it was cool, but it was nowhere near where uh, veterinary medicine is now, where it's more treating the 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 owner than the uh, animal and you know how attached people can get now to their pets um it's funny though back when i was doing this research report because we had to do a research paper about a job we were interested in um you had to go to what is it uh the job outlooks site i think it's for the labor and workforce uh, government website and they were talking about how in the next 10 to 15 years veterinarian um the profession would be a booming business because more people were getting older and more people were having less kids and more people wanted to, um, you know, take care of their pets the proper way. And they were right on point. Like I was amazed. I was to say. Everything <laughs> happened. But like the boutiques like, and like uh, all of a sudden you saw the rise in like the dog accessories. I started see people, seeing people around this neighborhood, one lady in particular. Um, I remember it hit its peak when I saw her pushing a stroller. And it was a very small stroll. And I'm thinking like, oh, that's a small ass baby. Like, why would that kid be out 
<laughs> that small. <laughs> and I walked past and it was a it was a dog. And for like a year, you would see this lady walking around. She would never let the dog's feet touch the ground. And she would push him in this this baby stroller. Um, and the government predicted that 15 years ago. So you, know, you, you missed out on the wave of all the, uh, the bougie dog parents. I That's guess. actually what kept me from wanting to delve deeper because um, it's worse dealing with the owner than dealing with the patient, which is the pet. Because um, the owners are, it's just like uh, with kids. Um, if I would never want to work in pediatrics or that field, because you're dealing with the uh, the parents, and the parents think everything that they you're doing to uh, treat their child or their pet is wrong, or there's like a better way, and there's like a lot of challenge and a lot of pushback. And for someone that doesn't like people and doesn't like dealing with people, you. Is surprising that you wanted to like be in like a profession where you have to deal with people all the time. No, 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 no. That's why I did not do veterinary medicine. The thing I liked about it was that it was uh, animals as patients. So they did not talk. So that was the big thing. I was like, oh, if you could just drop your pet off and then like get the fuck out, we could make this work. But you're going to like hover over my back the whole time and ask me why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I don't want to deal with that. So, yeah, it was there was a method to my madness. You, you knew yourself at a young age. I definitely did. Uh, what were you saying that you found out Big Biggie wanted to be a dentist? Oh yeah, so um, way back there was this news report. Um, it was like the week that Biggie died, and I remember, um, I think I was fourteen. We were, we were in. I don't want to give our. I don't want. I don't want people to triangulate our age. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know how old we were. Uh, I was around the age that I was in school at the time. <laughs> I was in middle school and I remember his uh, funeral procession was happening and a couple of kids, they cut um, out of class uh, and they went to it and I decided not to. But I remember coming home either that day or the next day and it was Fox News and they did an interview with Faith. And up until that point, I only knew Faith from what I saw on you know, MTV or BET mm -hmm. or whatever was playing, Video Music Box. Um, so I only saw Glamour and they came over to her house and she was living in the projects. Uh, she was wearing like a jumpsuit. Um, she was like- in the projects then? It looked like the projects. Like Damn. I know what a projects door looks like. <laughs> That's what it looked like. And um, she was just, I don't want to say looking bummy. She might've been distraught from like everything that was going on. But like <laughs> all looking, the Glamour- She was looking regular. She was looking like she could have been- on my bus, on my train yesterday. <laughs> and that was, I always knew that um, rap and like the presentation of rap, it's fake. Um, but that was really what burst the bubble for me. Cause I think I just saw her the week before doing some sort of, it wasn't a tribute. It was something live where she just looked like a star and then yeah. just realized the disconnect. Um, yeah, man. So that was interesting to see. Anyway, it came on and they were talking about in the, uh, documentary little quick piece that he wanted to be a dentist at one point and i thought that would be interesting trying to imagine biggie as a dentist yeah i don't know uh, i've never it's funny how like in your head like society just like primed you to like think of dentists a certain way mm. i just do not see him and like that's fucked up <laughs> like why don't i see a big black dude as a dentist I'm like, i actually had a big black dude as a dentist uh I, shout out that dude dr strand who worked at um, yeah. Hanson Place? Yeah. Doctor Strand didn't pay for airtime. He don't get a shout out. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's not practicing. This was this was a long time ago. 
But uh, yeah, one handsome place that that tower with the clock. Yeah, now now the bougie apartment building. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. I think when I was a kid. I didn't really know what I wanted to be, but I really liked dolphins. And I was like, marine biologist. And then I realized you had to swim. Mm. So there went that. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I still, I don't know. I think like at some point every kid likes dolphins. And was like, I want to be a marine biologist. And you then know, I, yeah, I thought archaeology was cool. Like some Indiana Jones type shit. I had a science teacher in like middle school who was like, tell us about like all these archaeological digs. And they found like these lost cities and like they still haven't found Atlantis. I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna find Atlantis again. You have to swim. I don't know why I was like so attracted to shit where I had to swim. <laughs> and then at one point, I was like, I don't know. Everybody's talking about computers, and they say I'm smart. I guess I'll do computers, whatever that means. And now I'm like nowhere close to it. Though if I did, be be banking it right now. But first off, uh, dolphins. It's been proven that they. Uh... They sexually abuse people and um, assault, <laughs> sexually assault dolphins. other. <laughs> yes, that's how closely I uh, see them to my to me. Um, not the sexual predator part, but um, they do do that. <laughs> and <laughs> you dodged a bullet because you got to watch the company you keep. Um, I feel like Atlantis, that was crazy. But you were a kid, so I'm not going to judge you. And then what was the third thing? Yeah, I don't hate it. I'm going to find Atlantis for you. I'm going to find it. It's not just that. What is it? It's some resort in like the Bahamas or some shit called. Atlantis. It is with the big ass fish tank. Yeah. Um, Atlantis is in Africa. Case random. <laughs> we can't swim, bro. <laughs> um, not the um, the dolphins. I read a book once. I think it was called this book called um, this author Mary Roach. She always writes these like funny books about like weird science shit. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently. Dolphins and pigs, I might get this wrong, but I definitely know it's true of pigs. I thought it was true of dolphins too. Dolphins, pigs, and humans are the only mammals that... um, Sex for fun? Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard heard that. that. Mm -hmm. So again, the company you keep was up dolphins. It's my people's. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. Childhood dreams, man. Yeah, they can come true. I do know a marine biologist, and she told me in college that she wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, she was black, so I thought the same thing. Um, <laughs> asked her, did she know how to swim? <laughs> and I don't want to make that a um, stereotype because, but it's true. You know, dude. A lot of black people my age who do know how to swim and did know how to swim. I'm just one of the uh, the um, the failures. But I, I was a fat. I was a fat kid growing up. I don't want to take my shirt off at the pool. That's that buoyancy, though. <sighs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a fact that um, women uh, float better because they're more buoyant, and men don't. So, um, there's some logic to that. So, yeah, yeah, nothing to fear back then. Now you've been running though, so. I know now. Now, yeah, now, now I've done it wrong. I've gotten in shape. <laughs> Um, did you see the um oh that's kind of topical but um the best thing about fourth of july was the fact that they caught that video of um trump's bald spot and i can't wait to see how he handles being teased on the internet for having a bald spot Um, fake news fake news it was the light (laughs) it was the glare of the light from the fireworks because america is so bright 
<laughs> yeah, the the thing with Trump, man, is just like you just ignore you ignore the idiot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like don't pay attention to him. Unfortunately, he has like the nuclear codes, but just ignore him. It's just like whatever, man. And then like pay attention when we do something stupid. But like all his bullshit is like it's like literally the court is like nah that uh, you can't ask about citizenship on the census. He's like no, yes I can. It's like all right, dude. Like fucking all right, whatever. He's like that little kid that's just gonna tie himself out, and you just like waiting for him to trip and start crying. <laughs> So you don't don't say nothing. Just let him learn. Just let him learn. But he's like running around breaking shit. So, well, I just know this will hurt him emotionally, and I think that's why I'm so happy about it. And I think you that's should... the that's the route we should take. We should just bully him. Um, oh, basically, on that hand thing, uh, the old age thing. We're not ages, but um, that it really uh, piss him off. Yeah, just You're bully like, him. Hey, hey there, Tubby. Yeah, your pants fitting. <laughs> It's the first time I think you've ever said that phrase, Toby. In that way, no, I'm I'm channeling the uh, <laughs> the reason I didn't want to take my shirt off <laughs> at the pool as a kid. <laughs> mean like um, back then. Remember all like the little kid rappers? It was like not like the phase of like the Lil rappers, mm-hmm. but like where they were truly like underage. Um, Shaheem, Shaheem, who was that dude uh, who ended up on America's Most Wanted? Chiali. Um, Chiali. Mm-hmm. Um, he got out. He did? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Had your kids. Um, who else? There was like, there was uh, like this. A plus. A plus. It was kind um, of trash. Yeah, Chris Cross, I guess if you want to count Chris Cross. Chris Cross. You got to count them. Why count? Um, only one doing it for for um, for reggae. Oh, who was? All. Yeah, Little Vicious. Uh, what was the song? He was on the song with Patra. He had um, the one with uh, Dougie Fresh. Oh, yeah. Freaks. And Freaks. Yeah. Yeah. That's my jam. His voice did not. His voice was very prepubescent. It's kind of weird that a prepubescent kid is singing about, like, sex. <laughs> Wearing condoms and stuff. Yeah. It was a little a little odd. Um, I feel like there was uh, somebody else. Then I feel like every crew... Back in the day, had like some, that was like the gimmick. You'd have like one young kid that could rap, and that was like, like back in the day, like um, Cole Chillin, like MC Shan was like seventeen. Like they was all mad young. That is true. Yeah. Speaking of young rappers, I was listening to uh, early Mob Deep, not the first album Juvenile Hell that no one knew about, um, but uh, the infamous. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that they were like. 19 when that shit came out and like you listen to it and it's like like prodigy is like on some like real poet like him and like he was like nas too like they was on some real poetic shit and you like forget that they were like 17 18 19 when they're writing this um and i mean i don't know like one of my favorite lines now it's not off the infamous but the later album um i put my lifeline i put my lifetime in between these papers lines um, the quiet storm nigga that fight, that write rhymes like it was just kind of like wow like it was like just oh, a poetic yeah. image yeah. you know and these dudes was like teenagers and like I don't know I'm just like feeling my like age and just like damn they was like doing some real shit when they were young what the fuck was I doing it's also though seeing like genuine talent compared to what what's around now like you just see people who just know when they have it 
Yeah. You knew Mob Deep had it. Yeah. How you feel about Lil Nas X right now? He kind of falls into that. I, I think he stumbled into a hit, and I feel like he's gonna ride it though. No, he's like, riding it. Yeah, but it's um, like him. What's his name? A Boogie with the hoodie. Another dude who just came out of like nowhere, and he's young. It's like, all right, but these dudes are like twenty. They're not like teenagers. Yeah, but um, I think he's gonna ride it. I I want everybody to do well. You know, if you're trying, he's a young dude trying to do stuff. But um, I feel like it's a little gimmicky. And I guess I'll keep an eye. I mean, not really, but I say I'll keep an eye out and listen for more stuff that he's coming out with. But I'm not really checking. I'm not. The music I'm not. Comes, but no. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna support him. I'm gonna support the concept of him. I'm, I'm not actually gonna support him. The people he's duping into giving him attention and hopefully uh, oh, yeah. money along with that. So okay. reparations, yeah. make your money. Backdoor reparations. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was like the actual young rappers, and then there was like everyone with Lil in their name. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone from like Lil Kim, who was just Lil because she was short, um, to like Lil Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, who were like way too young for us. Lil um, Romeo does not count as a rapper. Let's let's, <laughs> let's get that straight. <laughs> or an actor. He was he was bad in both things. Um, keep going though. Uh, I just had to be, make that clear. Who, I didn't want to co-sign <laughs> it. Noted on the record, Jay is not a fan of Lil Romeo. Any confusion? Um, I, the, yeah, I remember the story. Uh, Little Romeo, they did a cribs when I was younger, and they went to his like house. His, yeah, it was like a mini. He had like a Power Wheels. He said like he just had dumb shit, and he was sitting on a on was a like beach a, or at a pool. It was like sometimes I just I just you know lay back and I, I just think about life, you know. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's like your dad is a millionaire. He bought you a <laughs> fucking H three Hummer. Like, like ten though. power wheel. Like, what life? Yeah. Sit down, B. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you throw Memphis Bleak, Bleak on the list? He was kind of young when he came out. He was. He was young. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is right at the cusp of like that whole eighteen-ish thing. I was thinking more younger um, people, but yeah, I would count Bleak. And then I guess you could count Joel's too, because he was eighteen. That's true. Joel's was young. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they were trying to turn Bleak into like the Shaheem. Yeah, people, I, people saw actually, what, they were, what they were doing. Shaheem was supposed to be on um, Coming of Age. Oh yeah, Jay Z yeah. asked him first, and he turned it down, and then Meth Bleak took over. Which I'm sure is kind of fucked up for Bleak. Yeah. He's like Bleak. He's like, Bleak come in here and read this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Shaheem did not um, write his lyrics. Did you know that? Of course not. Of course not. So that was the part that impressed me as a kid because I remember on and on, I remember there was this girl named uh, Taisha. I bought her that tape for her birthday present. And I used to hear that song all the time, played it all the time. And I'm thinking, damn, this kid is mad young to be writing these rhymes like this. And it wasn't until uh, much, much later that I found out that he didn't write them. But I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I thought he was like a, a little Michael Jackson. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you, I, how did you not know he did not write that shit? That was what? How did you not know he didn't write it? I feel like that was very obvious. Um, I don't know. Same way that Prodigy did write some crazy shit and he was young. So I felt like, damn, this guy's even younger. He's What did he start when he was 13? He was 13 or 14 when he started. I just thought he was nice. All right. Yeah. Well, sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble there. I'm trying He's to in find- jail. 
matter of fact, he's in jail for um like a vehicular manslaughter or something. Damn. We got Chiali out and then Shaheem winning. That's I mean, there's, there's a lesson in there someplace. Don't don't fly too close to the sun while you're young. Yeah. I remember I'm trying to see. I keep doing this. I keep teasing this when I shouldn't do this. I was like, yo, didn't we used to like send rhymes back and forth back in like high school and college? I can't find I just sent you a rhyme recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to spit it? Because I didn't really get the cadence on paper. <laughs> so I don't so normally... We except we can't pay for the music rights on the podcast. So it's still going to sound like shit. Nah, it's weird to write down music um, and try to organize it into a common theme as opposed to like a freestyle and we just say whatever's on your mind. So yeah, the cadence was all fucked up. So yeah, I'm sorry, I want to work man. on that. Yeah, please do I mean, we have to fulfill the black man destiny of like having like one mixtape. <laughs> I need to, I need to go outside the suburb. Like, yo, you like hip hop? You like hip hop? Yo, yo, you like hip hop? Now I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get one song off. <laughs> Forty years in the making. <laughs> we get there. We you gonna get there. Exactly. Thirty. Jay came out when he was twenty-seven. What? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. You want to talk about high school shit? What do you want to talk about? Um, high school shit. I'm still waiting on these freaking uh texts. I know your hard drive is messed up, but um, I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. So why I gotta do all the work, Because I deleted. <laughs> That's on a hard drive with all of my my uh, illicit uh, oh yeah, porn histories, your Napster and your all sorts uh, of crazy shit. Cause uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Where, I don't know where that is. I think it's um. Yeah, I, if I find some time to to go look this shit up, I will. Um, that for, for the sake of the podcast, for the sake of for, for the sake of content. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so go back to the drawing board. Oh, other <laughs> what? Nothing. What's that? Got energy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is no. there anyone in the world mm-hmm. that you think like fucking hates you? Like if there was like voodoo dolls, they would have a voodoo doll of you. No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I don't think there's anybody out there. I mean, people may not like me, but uh, <laughs> obviously, I hate. You know what? Um, I think about one story when I was in college. Um, there was this girl who was interested in me, and she didn't know anybody who knew me. And didn't know my friends and people I hang out with um, on campus, so she went around to these um, these girls who were in our year, and she's asking about me. And she told me afterwards when we started talking, she was like, "Yeah." So I asked about you, and there was this girl, and she was just like, "Oh, he's he's a weird guy. Just stay away from him. Um, <laughs> like, don't talk to him. I think he's weird." And just like shat on me the whole time, and it was crazy because. I never had a conversation with that girl in my life. So I have no idea <laughs> where that came from. So I guess if there's somebody who hated me, it was that girl. Um, but aside from that, no. I try to treat people um, nice, be straight up with them. So I don't think so. But do you? Do you I, think there's anybody? I I, I did. Um, but recently, yeah, it was this, this person. Uh, <laughs> okay, if they listen to it, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like... It was the only person in my life that I thought like 
that did not end well. Like mm. we actually had like met, we first met through like dating and then it was like, ah, that's not working. Like we'll just be friends. And then like went back to like, eh, you know, maybe hook up every now and then. Um, but it was just like toxic. Like, and it was like probably the only like, be like, like, I don't know. Like, you know how people fight differently. You know, like some people like, they want to get into it and they just like want to stay there and they want to fight. That's not me. Yo. I don't have time to yeah. fight. Like, it's like, I, I acknowledge like when I see an eye to eye, let's either fix the shit or like move on. Yeah. And that has the effect of people that want to fight. Just digging deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, this was like on some shit where like, I don't know, they were like questioning like my life choices and like calling me out for like the work I was doing. And I wasn't like valuable to society. And I was just like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Yeah, it was on some. Tell me that shit before. Yeah, because yeah. it shit, shit was like, I uh, and like there was like these long ass emails back and forth, and I was just like, at one point, I was just like, I don't think this is worth it. Um, and then, wow. so this is like four years I did not talk to this person, mm-hmm. and you know it's a small ass city, so like I would see them from time to time, um, like riding a bike or something to work, and like they, I don't think they ever saw me. But it was like one of those things like, shit, I'm gonna stay away. And like I like whatever. If I see people like um like I was walking down the block a couple weeks ago and this woman I went on a couple of dates with, um, a little like not like a while ago, a little while ago, she was walking down the street and she's like very noticeable. She has like these like tattoos that are like it's very obvious that it's her. Um mm-hmm. and I'm walking dead ass like up to her and I think she was there, it must have been her parents. And she the the the, the like illest, I'm gonna act like I don't see you. Mm. Or she just didn't see me. But like I saw her like half a block away. And in my head, I'm like, I right, I'll say hello. Like whatever. Like I'll just like keep it moving, but like wave and smile. And if they, she wants to stop, I'll like talk. But it was the illest, like, I'm staring straight ahead. And like I was like, yo, I'm impressed with that style. <laughs> if you if you're playing me right now, like I got you. I see you. I do that shit too. <laughs> that um that happened to me too. Um it's funny. Uh Two times, um, there was a girl I dated. We ended up breaking up. I ended up getting a new job, and it just happened to be in her neighborhood. So one time, um, I bumped into her, and it was like the uh, you know flake, fake uh, pleasantries. How you doing? Blah blah blah. Real quick. And then the next time, I was coming home from work. I had to do something where I was there late, so it was pretty late at night. Nobody else is on the street. And she's walking up with uh, this guy. Oh, shit. There's nobody on this street. <laughs> so it's a long ass street. We're the only <laughs> visual activity going on. And she keeps on walking straight. And I keep on walking straight. And there's no way we didn't know who each other was. And we just like kept on walking. Just It was well played by both of us. Um, it you, avoided an awkward conversation I wouldn't have wanted to have anyway. Do you get that like pit in your stomach? Like, yo, I should cross the street. But it's like, nah, I can't hesitate. Keep moving. Like. Um, so did I, I probably felt that way really quickly. Um, like, oh shit. Cause I just not, did not expect her to be there at that time. And then it's also like the, uh, what am I going to do? Am I going to say something or act like I don't see her? And that's my MO. I just, I walk past a lot of people I've known in my life. Um, just, I was just telling you what last week, yeah. this girl who lives right in the neighborhood, probably like around the corner. And I've seen her two or three times. I have nothing to say to her, so I just don't say anything to her, and I just stay away from her gaze. Uh, but with this with this girl, we walked past. I felt nervous about: do I say something? Do I not say something? Do I just keep walking? And then she just 
did the same thing. So it was just like, you helped me out and we dodged a bullet together. So shout out to that. Yo, you sound, I don't know what you say. You sound like punks, yo. You sound like punks. No, no. It's just like, what do you say? Um, that, that whole situation didn't end great also. Yeah. So it's like, what are we really talking about after? I mean, here's the thing. Whole... It's just like, I want to acknowledge your humanity. You know what I mean? It's just like. No, no. I get that. And we did that the first time. But the second time, it's like, <laughs> all right, you exist. <laughs> Good to know you're still alive. Uh, all right. But, yeah. So, so this person who I thought hated me, I would like see every now and then. But like, I would like, like my stomach would be like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, shit. Like, like I didn't know this person would like throw some shit at me. Like, I've never like felt like someone hated me that much. So this is like maybe like six months ago, nine months ago, I get a random text or like text or WhatsApp or some shit, actually. It was a WhatsApp message. So of course, I don't have the fucking number anymore. Um, <laughs> burn all that shit. Um, and it's like, hey, like, and because it's WhatsApp, I guess the picture comes up. So I was like, oh, shit. And then it's like, hey, I've been on like sabbatical this year. I've been doing a lot of thinking. Um, you know, I don't expect a reply. I just want to acknowledge like everything that like i was going through and all this shit and like i didn't treat you well and like and i was just like you know there's a part of me that was like yeah that's i know that's hard to do like when you like Mm -hmm. do some reflection and and straight up i was like okay like thanks for saying that like hope you're well he's like yeah you know when i'm back we should catch up or whatever and i'm like hey cool (laughs) that's what i'm saying so like your situation deaded and then there came this additional conversation that didn't need to happen. And then obviously the next conversation would have been, oh, let's hang out. Let's do something. But now you're hanging out with somebody you didn't like Yeah, so fast when you stopped talking to so them. Fast so fast forward, just, like yeah. six months later, like recently, like, because like kept putting that shit off or the, that person was traveling or whatever. I caught up and like, you know, caught up a little shit. And I was just like, yo, I felt like you hated me. Like, and it's like, mm-hmm. nah, like, like I respect you, blah, blah, blah. So it was like, it was good in the fact that it was like, okay, like there's no voodoo dolls against me. But it was also like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> like, like, it's kind of nice to know that you don't hate me. And like, yo, it's a small ass city. I see you in the street. There's no, like, I'm not going to avoid you or say what's up. But there's also like, you know, I acknowledge my part of it. Like I wasn't in a good place back then or whatever, but I don't think I made, I don't think I made someone feel that bad, but maybe I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's like, I guess that was a moment of like, oh, okay. I guess similar to you, there might be other people out there that don't like me. And maybe some people that like secretly fucking hate me or give some like shit like that. Like, yo, don't talk to him. But it was nice to know that the one person in the world I literally thought like, fucking hated me <laughs> i was like oh you don't <laughs> thanks um i guess that's good to know yeah you know i felt like i felt like it was a win because it wasn't a loss i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah I, it made me do some reflecting like i really don't think there's that many people have like caused that much anguish to I hope it's a lot of energy to hate somebody i know it's a lot of energy i'm so you. lazy so lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever hated somebody for an extended amount of time, like a grudge? I mean, until Trump is not here. No. Um, nah, I mean, real life, real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, oh, I didn't even realize it. Um, so I did, um, you know, I did that like silent meditation thing a few years ago. And, um, yeah. It's like 10 day silent meditation, like shit was hard. Like you can't, 
you realize how easy it is to like distract yourself whenever you like come across something uncomfortable in your head. You just like keep it moving. When you cannot talk for 10 days and you all you're doing is fucking meditating, like you cannot run away from that shit. Um, so then like some shit like comes back up and you're just like, oh shit, like I thought I was done with that. Because like I still like you like have a mental picture of people and you're just like, nah, I still hate you. Um, and then I don't know, like I'm not saying this as like some kumbaya bullshit like there were moments where i was just like you know what i let it go man um but it's funny because you you thought you did but then when you <laughs> when you had the chance the shit was still there and then um you let it go so yeah in one situation with somebody i used to work with um i think a situation went down at work that i was not very happy with like i thought i was <laughs> i thought it was borderline illegal um and, you know, I think I had empathy at a moment and I was just like, you know what, like that person was in a bad spot. That person was not well trained to how to deal with the situation. Um, and you know what, like as shitty as it was, like it turned out for the better and like, like I'm okay. Um, and I actually ended up having empathy. It was like, yeah, that must've sucked for that person. Like not knowing how to deal with that situation. Um, Story's mad vague. Yeah. yeah Cause there's some, there's some legal documents assigned. <laughs> The uh, aforementioned event, the was, aforementioned um, event, not satisfactory to yeah. the claimant. Yeah, the male um, or female between four foot nine and six foot two. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to blow up too many spots. No, I also sound some legal papers, but um, gotcha. yeah, gotcha. Um, and then there's <laughs> there's one person that I feel like I have right to hate, but I've just mm-hmm. like let it go. Um, okay, yeah. What's that? Oh, you can't say. Uh, I can say, but it'll, it'll take, it'll take the, uh, <laughs> it'll take the podcast down a different route. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We could, we can come back to that in a future episode. Got it. Got, Got it. it. Yeah. Um, so I think that there was, uh, let me think. There was one person I remember one time where I wanted to, <laughs> Um, bark at this person. I'm trying to put it in the nicest way. Um, I wanted to hit this person. Oh. Um, I didn't do it. I don't hit. Yeah. Uh, Microaggressive people. does not condone violence. I know. But it was actually this older lady. <laughs> uh, and let me set up the, the story. Um, and I know I keep on talking about teaching, but I, there's some interesting stuff that happened when I, when I, uh, was teaching. And I have these IEP plans, which are plans that let, um, you figure out how to teach kids who have some additional needs uh-huh. to help them sit in the classroom. So, you Individualized know, if, uh, education plans, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know about them. Yeah. And, um, we had one for this kid. Uh, he was 18, maybe 17 years old. Um, he wasn't a good reader. He wasn't, um, very good at math from textbooks and he was very affable and, People knew him. He was always like the nice guy. And uh, what we didn't know or what some people didn't know was that on the side, he had a business. Um, He repaired cars. He always had like somebody um, he was working on a car for. Um, He got into that whole thing where remember when people were installing like TVs everywhere in the car? Like Pimp My He was doing that. Yeah. Yeah. He was 17 years old and he was doing that. He also um, DJed at different parties in the neighborhood. Um, he would go to different Yo, schools you and can DJ. DJ. You like can do math. Out. If you can DJ, you can do math. Yeah, so you, you got like math beats and shit. Count, no, not count doing, money. Like, <laughs> nah, it's true. He was making money. Like the amount of jobs, the amount of work he was doing for his age 
yeah. for his age, 17 years old. Like, come on, that was impressive. So um, we went to his IP meeting and I was the, the teacher of his that was required to go. So I go downstairs and I'm speaking with the guidance counselor, who is this lady I, I'm telling you about. And she's just reading through the IEP and all she's looking at is the kid's academics. And she's like, okay, so he's failing this class. He's not passing this class. Um, he needs to do A, B, C, and D. But she didn't know who he was outside of this um, piece of paper that she was reading. So yeah. I'm looking at the mom and the mom looks defeated and she's just like, well, what can I do? And the guidance counselor just shitting on this kid. And I'm, I'm supposed to sit there impartially and just be there as a representative. And I just called her out in front of the parent um, and just said like, your son does all this crazy stuff that I wasn't even doing as a kid. Don't listen to this lady. And I'm throwing this lady under the bus and she's looking at me. And then ever since then, she would always have a grudge against me. So whenever she needed something from me, she would say things in a certain way, just little annoyances that she would do. And one day she did something and I was shaking with the urge to just like bark on this lady in front of my class. And that was the most angry I probably had felt up until that point. Um, and I didn't act on it, but I really wanted to. Yeah, that's... I wasn't going to hit her, but I was just uh, furious that she was representing these kids that didn't look like her and she was just shitting on them. They were basically just like numbers on a piece of paper she needed to complete before she could go home to the suburbs. So yeah. When we do our um, microaggressive... Uh... I don't know if we'll do a movie or we'll do like, you know, multi-part series on premium cable. This would be, this would be like the, the story where you are like the, I could hear the like music playing in the background as you like rise up from your chair and you're like, no, ma'am, this young man has a future. <laughs> he fixes cars. You're right though. You're right. You're <laughs> he absolutely your right. <laughs> He'll DJ your mama's party. <laughs> Shout out to that kid. Um, I won't say his name, but shout out to him. Yeah, man. He's he's a good dude. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like shout out to um this kid I grew up with. Um, I'm gonna say his nickname. Um, Junior. Um, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm giving mad information about this dude, but I think it's relevant to the story. So, you know, I grew up in Bushwick, and now Bushwick is all bougie. Um, like it's like half bougie, like it's still whatever. But um, it's, it's all. Bougie. But back in the day, like. Way, 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 way back in the day, Bushwick was like super nice, right? It was like mansions and shit. Um, and then 60s, 70s, the blackouts, all that shit. And then the 80s were crack. Um, so like block to block, it was different. But my block was interesting. Like my block was like still like a lot of old families who had been there forever. Like this one woman who was like the Southern matriarch of the block, got my name wrong, but used to like babysit me like my whole life. Um, but there was one family on the block, um, and no hate. I, I say this with absolutely no hate, but they were like, you know, there was like six kids, you know, like they were on public assistance. And, um, you know, there was a little bit, a little bit like, you know, a little bit more stereotypical. Um, and, but this one dude, Junior, he was like around my age. Um, it was me, him, and this other kid. Um, I'll call him C. Um, and we would hang out, and I was, like, the smart one. C was smart, but, like, always interested in, like, girls and, like, always messing up and stuff. Um, and Junior was smart, but he did not care about school. He did not care about any of that shit. But Junior was a hustler, man. Like, Junior would knock on your door in the winter and be like, yo, you want me to shovel your driveway or, your, like, your sidewalk for, like, $5? Um, he was just, like, 
he he had more grit and more hustle and was smart in so many other ways. Um, and like, I just always was like, yo, like I can't, my brain don't even move as quite as quick as him. It was like, mm-hmm. and, um, he, I remember one Christmas, it was Christmas day. I think he had like saved up enough more money to go get some Jordans. Um, so he like rang my bell and was like, yo, um, they used to, yeah, they used to call me Brad. He's like, yo, Brad, like, um, you want to go to Knickerbocker? I want to get these Jordans. I was like, okay. And like, my mom let me go. And we walked and like, he had like all his money, like cash, like crumpled up all that shit. And we bought the Jordans and then on the walk home, it's like a five block walk home. Like we almost got jumped for his, uh, for his Jordans. And like, I mean, this dude, I think he would have like killed somebody. Um, yeah. Cause like, not that he was violent, but like he had just worked so hard for it. And like, I felt bad too. It was just like, and they ended up just like fucking with us and walking away. Um, but I just remember like, yo, I, I, I would never have the amount of hustle as that dude. Um, fast forward, like years, years, years later, man. Like, um, cause when I was in high school, um, I started going to school where you went to school, obviously like outside the neighborhood. And, um, and he started, uh, hanging out on the block even more, uh, becoming a, a retailer of a certain street pharmaceuticals, um, Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was all respect. And it was just like, yo, what up, man? What's up? Um, and he would say shit. It was like, yo, what school you go to? And I would like tell him, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you always go to those schools outside. It's like, you, you mad smart or whatever. Um, it was just like respect and love. And, um, and then like years, years, years later, I came back to my block. This was after my mom moved. And I was just like seeing who was still there and talking. And um, he saw me. I saw him. I was like, yo, what up? He was in the middle of doing some business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and, you know, he was like, yo, what are you doing right now? I was trying to explain my complicated ass job. He just like looked at me. He's like, that's like accounting. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, not really. But, you know, um, and, you know, I had run into his sister like a couple months before that. And she's like, oh, yeah, Junior got out like he got locked up. And it was just like one of those things like we look at each other and just like, you know, we still kind of. Uh, I don't know, like anchored to that thing we were good at, you know, and like. Yeah, and I always just think about it like I didn't go into teaching and shit right but there's so many juniors out there man who uh, shout out to him man like you just take that energy and you give a different opportunity you know your man he'd be out lapping my ass with like um but yeah I just happen to like be smart be book smart enough and like have enough people pushing me and going to the right schools um but yeah man it's a thin line between junior and me and it's like, I see it. So, man, it's like, fuck that guidance counselor, man. Like, don't don't cap somebody's ceiling, man. They will try. Yeah, man. Shout out to Junior, dude. Shout out to Junior. Shout out to Joseph. I'll say his name. Yeah, man. Again, like a little emotional. Huh? I'm like I'm like, like telling that story. I was like, and then like feeling it though. He's still good. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just like it's crazy because he's a good dude, man. And like I don't know. Is I don't know where he is. I don't know how he's doing. Like he could be locked up. He could be dead. He could have mad kids. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like I know nothing about his life right now. Um. Yeah. Life, dude. It's crazy, though, to think about him 
and like other people we grew up with like that. And then like I'm in the middle of San Francisco with fucking entitled friggin' tech people, man. It's like, hey, <laughs> like take some rea- dose of reality, man. Tell me about that. Um, art. <laughs> this is a big switch, but um, I sent you that article about the lady from San Francisco who freaked out because a homeless person <laughs> jumped in front of her e-scooter and, and scared her right around the corner from uh, Uber. Yeah, you know, my office is right there. <laughs> Did you see that homeless guy? I mean, is there, is, you know this society? Did I see that one homeless guy in San Francisco? It's like. <laughs> It's like you went to the zoo. He's like, did you see an animal? Oh, that sounded like a fucked up. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. God damn. I know what you meant. It it came off fucked up. up. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, what an entitled piece of uh, work where you come into a a town, you buy it out, um, you get all of these favors done for you to keep you there because you bring in money, and you complain about the culture being gone. Like you. You chased everybody away who had the cultures. So, like, what do you? Yeah, want? when you put in the muffin shop, that was the sign. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was like maybe like ten years ago. I remember going through Fort Greene, like near my old barber shop, and it was a freaking muffin shop. And I'm like, really? Mm. <laughs> like, like I don't think anyone wants that many muffins. Like, you could have a whole shop dedicated to muffins. So like, damn, it was. <laughs> there's like a mayonnaise shop. I think it's in Bush. I know it is. I know it is. You know how I feel about mayonnaise. Yeah. That's like the ultimate. That is, that is, you go to Brooklyn, that's playing your flag. Yeah, that's that white flag. Come to Brooklyn and put up a mayonnaise shop. In my neighborhood? God. Yo. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I heard about that. Like, what did it, you do to white it, people? It really hurt my soul. It really hurt my soul. It's like, first of all, you take it over my neighborhood, then you're going to put the most vile condiment. Oh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm a, we're gonna lose all our mayo listeners at least. Oh no, you like mayo? Disgusting shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what can we do? I mean, what could we do? How could we? Um, so I joke around that like, by some, I guess by some accounts, we could be considered gentrifiers. But there's one big reason we can't be uh, color of our skin. Um, but my joke is like I'm actually doing a public service in my neighborhood because they can't raise the rent but so high because I live here. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people be walking down the street and they see me, they're like, I'm not paying that rent. I saw I saw somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, um, this is like connecting back to many episodes ago. There's like a new black dude I've seen like in my neighborhood. I've seen him a few times. T- today, this morning, I'm walking the dog. He's walking down the street. He's got headphones on. Early in the morning, ain't nobody there. We both black in San Francisco. Don't act like you don't see me. Yeah. No head nod. Oh. No head nod. Now, I told you how I feel about the head nod. But I'm saying, though, um, I'm saying it's not it. No, but in that situation, you got to In that situation, you, you have to do it. Yeah. Unless he thought you were robbing <laughs> Nah. Come on, B. He had, he had some nice headphones on, though, but I don't need those. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, your sneakers on. I, I saw I saw his shirt. It said like "hack the hood" or something. So I'm like, yo, maybe he's a maybe he's a software developer. Maybe he doesn't have the social skills. So I was giving him a pass. Okay. But if I see do it again, and there's nothing, I don't know how I'm feel. Just gotta stop him. And say, I see you. I see you, you black see man. Me? I see you. <laughs> 
I see you human being. Like I I say hi to everybody. Plus I got a dog. People just like smile at me now and shit. He was ignoring the dog too, which was even more hurtful. It was like, yo. <laughs> Straight up. That really made me mad this morning now I think about it. Do you know in my neighborhood for the most part, um, the only way people come and talk to me is when they see me with my son? Of course. Of course. <laughs> when I'm by myself, I've seen people like keep on turning and I'm not a threatening person, I, I feel obviously. <laughs> obviously. But um yeah, I get the little vibe that like you're a little more cautious now that I'm around. Um, but when he's around, like people run up, they'll try to like compliment him and talk to me about crap I don't want to talk about. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean the, uh, I've lived in this neighborhood almost eight years. There are literally people who I would walk by for multiple years. And then when I got the dog last year people started having conversations with me. Yeah. And I was like, black man with the hoodie threat, black man with the hoodie with the dog. What's up? <laughs> yeah. It's all good. So the good thing about it is that, um, little Jay is like me in that extent that if he, if he gets bored, he'll just do his own thing. <laughs> so what happens is the parent will see that our two kids are playing and they're like, all right, um, I gotta say something. Cause he's where they're playing <laughs> together. They look like they're having fun. And I'm like, please don't come over. Just <laughs> let them play and stay and do what you're doing. I'll listen to my music and I'll, I'll watch them and whatever. Yeah, we don't have to and become they come friends. Over and talk. We do not have to connect. Exactly. Exactly. And people don't get that. And I'm going to go on a rant down the road, maybe not today, about that whole parent thing, yeah. um, especially in this neighborhood. Because as soon as you go to, I'm not even going to get don't, to don't. it. Uh, <laughs> my point is that what I love about my son is he, he was playing with the kid and eventually he got bored and the kid wanted to do something he didn't want to do. So he just went and did his own thing. And then that gave me the excuse to stop the conversation. Oh, I love, so, it. Um, I love it. Exactly. So I was like, Oh wait, wait, where are you going little Jay? And then I'm like, excuse me, I'll be right back. And you just peace out. <laughs> I don't come back. Oh dude. I don't come back. <laughs> I do the same thing at the dog park. Like I realized like I didn't go to the dog park like all winter because like I was in a shitty mood and I just did not want to mm-hmm. talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like it's seven in the morning, B. Like you're trying to have a no, full conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. So like half the time it's just like, like I, I just act like I'm chasing him around so I can pick up his poop. Um, and that's so that gets me out of conversations or he'll like start playing with dog. I'll be like, oh, I just want to go check on him. Um, and the best though is people are having a conversation. He poops. I'm like, yeah, I got to go. And then I just like pick it up. Me and too. And keep walking. <laughs> And then I keep walking toward the trash, which is near the exit. Uh, <laughs> and then he follows me and we're good. Got yeah. it. Got it. So again, given my neighborhood, I'm not very, uh, I do not blend in. Let's put it that way. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like, I can't like hide. I can't just like act like you don't see me in the dog park. But uh, yeah, I mean, some people are extroverts. Like I'm, I'm, I'm an ambivert. I just don't always want to talk. I don't want, I don't want to feel obligated to talk to you just because our dogs are sniffing each other's butts. Exactly. So there now is let me go nothing. There is nothing that says in the law of dog ownership that I must now engage with you. So, um, Mrs. J has a friend in the neighborhood who's cool. I, I like her. Um, but she's <laughs> like, it's a rarity. But <laughs> I like this nah. person. No, because, uh, yeah, actually, it is a rarity for somebody I can tolerate and I can have a conversation with. It's like, okay, we can talk, not all the time because you you talk a lot, but when you when we do have our conversations, you know, we connect on some issues. So that's cool. Um, 
she throws these things, these little get togethers. Um, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to, now gonna, I just have to ask what it's not, it might be relevant to the story. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm curious the ethnicity of this person. Oh, she's black. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, so she's, like I said, she's tapped into this network and, um, she invites us to these events now at our house and, It'll be like, oh, there'll be drinks, um, there'll be some food. And I'm like, cool. And you're only a couple of blocks away. So that's straight. And then I go and I feel like I'm hijacked because it's like, oh, bring the kid. And I'm like, all right, I'll bring the kid because you have your kid. They can play together or whatever. And then I get there and it's just all parents. And I mm-hmm. don't feel like I'm at the age where I want to be around parents because the only thing they talk about is their kids. Like, that's oh. the only thing that they talk about. Was this so the this last time? Event, this is a joint you tell me where you brought like the juice boxes? Uh no. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Con- continue. So I walk in, yeah, and it's just kids running around and um I'm behaving the same way I would if I was on the street and these random people came up to me. It's like <laughs> one word answers not to be rude, but it's just like, oh yeah, you know, we'll talk for a minute, share a couple of sentences, but I realized that all you want to talk about is your kid. And they mm. couldn't not mm-hmm. talk about their kids, which was mm-hmm. crazy. Because it's like six sets of uh, parents and not one thing came out that was personal or unique to that person. It was like, how do you diaper change? How do you wean kids off the bottle? Um, just dumb shit. Like, I don't want to talk about that. It sounds <laughs> like an internet message board in real life. Basically. So now I try to avoid these events, um, but they live so close that I can't not, <laughs> I can't, I have to go to some of them. But I know what what's in store for me. And at this last one, um, I was grasping at straws to find something to talk about and find something to talk about with somebody um, outside of kids. And the only thing I could come up with um, with one guy was the fact that he had a pair of shoes on <laughs> that I used to have like three years ago. Oh, Jesus. Some bummy ass like shoes. And we're just talking about um, the colors oh my God. And, <laughs> and how long they lasted. And I was just like, I got to You make, oh man, you're making me very happy to be a single man right now no but but i'm saying like when i don't engage in these things i'm a happy dude but when i have to go Uh, just because you have to make an appearance at least once after saying no five times okay but what if you what if you just became that guy what if you just like the dude who shows up to that and just like does whatever he wants so they're talking about oh my god little 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 timmy couldn't you know he is still weaning him and you're just like did y'all see that shit? Like you just start talking about something completely different and like it just fucks with the whole dynamic. And now so you're known I, as a dude who's like, okay, he's just going to come and like they might either start avoiding you or they'll get the point. So I think they avoid me now only because <laughs> I do do that to an extent. So the good thing is that um, Mrs. J is closer to the host. So they have a, a different sort of relationship. And then when the people at the party, they see Mrs. J with um little jay they see the warmness and and they feel more comfortable talking with her about the parenting stuff and whenever they bring it up if she's in the vicinity she's like my buffer because she'll take over the conversation or direct more questions to her and then i'm free to just walk away so (laughs) at this party i do that a lot um again if i'm talking with somebody and i don't really want to talk and little jay is doing something um i'll excuse myself to go see what he's doing even if it's like yeah rolling a ball um but yeah, I can't, I can't see myself ever getting comfortable in that parenting yeah. culture because they just give up everything to these kids. Um, 
it's nothing's theirs anymore. I know. I, I I think I don't like. Yeah, I think there's a there's one rule of there's one like mentality of parenting where your life starts to revolve around your kid, and there's another mentality of parenting. And I know you hate when like people that don't have kids talk about how to be a parent. So I know that's what I'm doing. Uh, you might say something right. Keep going. Um, there's a mentality where your kid fits into your life. And it's not like you're going to keep your kid up to midnight because you want to go to a party, like kids need structure and all that shit. But it's also like you have friends and adults and like you're going to do that. You're not going to go to Chuck E. Cheese and your kid's going to learn how to be around adults. Um, yeah. And your kid's going to learn to not always be the center of attention. Um, Very true. Yeah. I will admit, though, again, I know I'm trying not to compare little Jay to a dog. Um, uh, I've, I've I've made that comparison, not just to him. But every kid is like a dog up until a certain age. I think it's around like three or four ish when you start to see like like people with both. They know what I'm talking about. They just won't say it out loud because yeah, I've, I've definitely taken Rocco. I, I was like, damn, I'm giving my dog's government. Um, but I guess it's OK. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, I've definitely taken him on some dates and like. It's kind of like cool this conversation. Let's look at what the dog is doing. It is an and like it's actually really great. Like he's a great wingman. Um, he's got me through some rough dates. Um, at the very least, I'm like, well, at least I got to walk my dog. Um, yeah, shout out to shout out to my dog. Um, I was like, shout out to San Francisco with some dog friendly bars, man. Do they give the dogs uh, the alcohol? No, they usually have treats. Like that. Yeah, this dude though, <laughs> the other day I was at the bar on a, uh, <laughs> a day, and this dude, he's like, comes up and like, he's like, oh, can I pet your dog? I'm like, yeah, okay. He's like, yo, can I give your dog a treat? And I'm like, um, he's like wearing cargo pants and like pulling some shit out of his cargo pant pocket. And I was like, um, do you, are they dog treats? He's like, yeah, I have a dog. He's like in the back. And I was like, okay, dude, don't give me attitude. You just came up to my dog out of nowhere and said, do you want to give him a treat? I don't know what the fuck you're giving Reaching him. your pants. He's like, <laughs> some edible or something. Um, <laughs> he's already, he's already hit his quota on how much he's costing me. Um, but yeah, like there's some dog friendly bars. They're like, oh my God, can I give your dog a treat? I'm like, I forget that people really like dogs. Like. Like yeah, people are just like excited true. to like yeah. see my dog, and I'm like, I I own him, and I'm not as excited as you are, but okay, cool. Um, yeah. So shout out to all those people because I will be asking you to dog sit. Um, yeah, damn right. Um, what have we learned this week? Oh, what did what? So what are we doing? What is what are we listening to this week? First, are we listening to the? rappers young rappers. rap prodigies oh young rap prodigies apparently there aren't any so who was the true rap prodigy like who was the true young Nas. young who was the true youngest Nas. rap prodigy Nas. Nas was 17. Well, he was 18 wasn't he 17 live at the barbecue right yeah was that it? uh yeah so live at the barbecue he wrote illmatic when he was like 17 yeah. i get i get yeah. prodigy a shout out they were like 18 when they wrote that Oh, speaking of Nas, um, Lost Tapes 2. Oh, Lost Tapes 2, word? Yeah. Right. And there's a... Um, he to redeem himself this, after that Kanye album. So this is apparently like the uh, songs that they didn't decide to put on the last four or five albums. Hmm. So that's cool. A lot of good um, producers on there, so I'm curious to see what that's about. 
Uh, I had something else to say. Oh, Wu Tang. Oh, the so they coming out with a uh, yeah docu series, not the docu, the like Hulu joint, like a scripted yeah drama. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it's it. Like, it's like I know I'm laughing. Prince, I'm watch Prince Purple Rain, but Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> who's playing ODB? Um, so the guy who's playing ODB in the trailer seems like he's forcing it a little bit. He doesn't have that real crazy vibe. They should have got. got a son. ODB's son. Yeah. yeah. I heard Joey Badass he has the same is playing like Method Man or something. Nah. Really? No, no, no. Joey Badass is in it though. Is he one of them? Yes. Because I I didn't see his face in anything. They did Jizza, unless he's Rizza. <laughs> unless he's like Master so. Killer in the back. <laughs> Master Killer? No, they showed Inspector Deck. I don't think they showed Master Killer All right. in there. Yeah, sure. Anyway, well, I'll watch it. All right. I'll see. Oh, and one more thing. I saw the. Um, Bobby DeBarge <laughs> docu thing story on TV One. That is that's you know what that's the equivalent terrible of? production value. That's like that's like when they had like Marvel movies, but they couldn't get like the main characters. <laughs> so mm-hmm. They went like deep in the vault. <laughs> like that's how they saw it with Iron Man because they didn't have rights to like everything else that happened to turn out well. When you're doing a like TV movie of the week about Bobby DeBarge, come on. Well, it, it's actually a crazy story. He yeah, was, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously it's he's linked to Switch and he's linked to El DeBarge and DeBarge. Bobby DeBarge. They had some hits. They had some hits. He was going to be the new, Um, well, not him. El DeBarge was going to be the new Michael Jackson at one point. Didn't he marry uh, Janet? Or date Janet? That was the brother James. That's why you guys see the biography, B. <laughs> I ain't got no. I ain't got time to be these silly mistakes, man. I ain't got time to get up it's on the, the barge mythology. <laughs> yeah, but do sh- nah, but but shout out to yeah, uh, shout out to stay with me. Um, yeah, stay with me. Uh, is that the song? One more chance. Singing Sam Smith. No, it was the one that they that Biggie sampled. Oh yeah 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 you're right yeah you're right. yeah don't this yeah I'm a DJ don't don't act like I don't know what are you saying I thought you were singing Sting yes, I decided I decided not to sing it so we don't have to pay the um oh, the rights because you know my voice will obviously sound so much like the original um <laughs> <laughs> what have we learned this week <laughs> we've learned that uh, there are a lot of young rappers only a few that are true. Rappers yeah, and we learned some are in jail. Bitch ass Donald Trump has a bald spot and he <laughs> he sucks. We we learned that we knew that, but we learned that lies, we lies, all lies. Um, we learned that um, B does not have someone who hates his guts. Uh, it was a good thing to learn in the past couple weeks. Uh, we've also learned that um, yeah, don't underestimate people's potential, man. Shout out to to yeah, shout out to Junior, shout out to Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Um, we learned that uh, when you're walking down the street, there are times where you, you gotta should, give that initial nod. You should head you gotta nod, give the initial nod, and then there are times where respect your game if you ignore me, but only if only if it's a neither of us want to talk right now type situation. Oh, we also learned there's a um, black actress who's going to be Little Mermaid. And I love the fact that it's pissing people off. Um, <laughs> okay. I was reading about that earlier. It's like another, this whole, people are mad, boy. They're mad. The, sub, the subtext of this whole episode has been like, black people can swim? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, And there we go, full circle. It's like, at first it starts off as like, black people can't swim. Black people can swim? It's like, <laughs> should that be the type of episode? Yeah. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Black people can swim? Nah. Okay. Nah.
um we'll work, we'll work on it um yeah man uh are we taking a hiatus are you are you traveling uh no so actually this is my vacation right now uh, mrs j is in the caribbean and little j is with his grandma so i am just chilling here being a bum at my house right. and this is my vacation i love it nice. uh well we will we will do this again we will we will sign off until then all right one